so don't think that just because you you're going to drop off your company's health insurance that you you have no options you've got options it could cost you a little bit more or in our case with medishare it was a good bit less it's time for the my retirement clarity podcast with lee perkins financial planner and president of jl perkins wealth management get ready for a good dose of inspiration simplicity implementation and of course clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Welcome into My Retirement Clarity. I'm Ben George. He's Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management. And we're talking about this great resignation, this, this movement that's really kind of taken off the last couple of years with the pandemic, really forcing people to kind of rethink where they are within their career, where they are within their life, right? Do I want to make different changes to my life? Do I want to go a different direction? Do I want to retire early? A lot of these things are, these questions are popping up. And Lee, I think this is just, I mean, you know, we talk about a lot of the fallout and a lot of the a lot of the things that have changed because of the pandemic. And this is one very, very clear example of that. Yeah, it's it reminds me a lot of when sometimes when college kids will will graduate from college and you're like, all right, what are you going to do? And they're like, ah, you know, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to take a year off. Uh, and they go out west. They might work at a ski lodge or something like right. that, give ski lessons or something like that, where they sort of find themselves. And so that's kind of happening a little bit here with with some folks as they just are like, hey, you know, what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time off. And we'll see what happens. So, yes, it's a pretty interesting phenomenon that's going on right now. Well, we found a Forbes article that we wanted to kind of highlight and talk about a little bit and and kind of really hone in on a few of the key takeaways from it. It's about the great resignation and how it could impact you or a loved one's retirement. So that's what we want to kind of focus on today. And we're going to go through that along with a mailbag question or two towards the end of the show. If you want to talk with Lee, the best thing to do is visit that website, talkwithlee.com. You can schedule a meeting right there and get on this calendar if you want to talk about you know some of these issues we discussed today, or if you're thinking about maybe retiring early because of the way things have changed during the pandemic, it's a great time to talk with him. So talkwithlee.com, and also you can find us online as well at myretirementclarity.com. So Lee, before we got to get started, got to uh, got to congratulate you on your Bulldogs too before we, we fully jump into this. I know it was a great start to 2022 <laughs> for you, and I know a lot of your clients too. Yeah, it's it has been a long time coming. It really has. And I, I know you're an, an Alabama fan, so I didn't know if it would be something that you'd bring up on today's show. <laughs> so I do appreciate it. You guys have had just a phenomenal run. Uh, I don't think that run is over. Uh, as long as saving is there, y'all are always going to be in the mix. But man, it's 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 like we always say, it's, it's great to be a Georgia Bulldog right now. Definitely a fantastic yeah, game. The heck of a team this year that the, the Georgia put together. And you know, it, I I knew it from uh, when the SC championship rolled around. I knew like even if Alabama won that game, it was gonna be tough to beat. Uh, it's hard to beat great teams twice, right? I think that's what it Georgia really had this is. Year. Yeah, it really is. And so I I wasn't a gloom and doomer after Alabama drilled us in the uh, SEC championship, but I had my doubts because yeah. uh, Saban does just great halftime adjustments, and he's had uh, he's had Kirby's number. But boy, it was a it was a wonderful night, wonderful night. Well, I'm sure you and, and many of our clients enjoyed it. So congratulations again to you on that. Thank you. All right, let's jump into uh, the great resignation here. So this Forbes article that came out, you know, there's a ton of workers right now that are retiring early or taking a break from work as they change career paths. And, you know, this has been called the great resignation. You probably have heard of it. If you haven't, you might become more aware of it as it's being talked about more and more. But we want to talk about this Forbes article, which we're going to put in the show notes too. So if you want to read through it yourself, uh, we'll put it there. But we want to explore a lot of the impacts on retirement planning really 
across different age groups uh, in the wake of this massive workplace shift that's that's underway. So a couple key points here that we want to highlight first before we jump into this, Lee. So 4.2 million people quit their jobs in October of 2021. And right now it's unknown just how long people are going to stay out of work, which that number to me, and I don't know, I don't track those numbers month to month, but that number seems really, really large. Yeah, it's, it's a big number. And um, I had a good number of folks retire the end of 2021, really the last quarter. I'm trying to think, I'm not sure I had any change careers um, I did have a few folks that retired from their, you know, their full-time career that they'd been at for, you know, 25, 30, 35 years, and then take part-time jobs, uh, not really because they needed the money, but more because they just wanted to dump the stress and get that stress off their plate. I, I would say a majority of my clients who retired over the, the last three months of 2021 were really just sort of ready for that next phase of, the, of their lives. They're, they're ready to start doing whatever it was that they've been dreaming about over the last few years. Most of those folks are sort of planning some some nice trips, you know, since travel has been limited a little bit the last few years. Uh, some are planning to spend some uh, extended period of times visiting their their kids and grandkids who are out of town. But I'll tell you this, Ben, I, I did have a lot of people tell me that they were they were tired of working from home. Uh, hmm. They really missed the interaction with coworkers. Uh, they just said it, it it wasn't the same. They liked the freedom from being, you know, of working at home, but they missed that social interaction. And I right. thought that was a pretty interesting uh, thing coming out of that. So, yeah, I mean, people like being around other people. Not everybody. There's some uh, certainly coworkers that that people don't want to be around. But, uh, yeah, pr- pretty interesting. Yeah, in my ideal world, I, th- I hope this moves us more in a direction of work-life balance to where, you know, you're able to work from home when you need to. But also the office is there to, to to interact and to work directly with people face to face. But you have more of a mix of the two. Like that's what I hope comes out of all this, right? Afterwards, yeah. And I think that's what we're going to see. I, I I don't think people are going to just want to work home, work at home all the time. I think people can be productive working from home. But boy, it, if and it's all about happiness. This whole great resignation is about finding finding out what what makes you happy. And and I think that's what we'll see. And so that work life balance. Is absolutely going to be critical going forward. All right, let's talk about some of these takeaways here, Lee, and I'd like to get your thoughts on these. So the first takeaway from this article is that uh, taking a break from Social Security could cut into your long-term benefits. You know, s- since you won't be working for a period of time, you won't be paying into Social Security, and you know, depending on how long you're out of work, it's going to impact that 10-year minimum work history. So there's a lot to think about with this, right? Yeah, you know, there is, but I, I really don't think it's that big of a deal. Okay. M- most of the people that we work with have been, you know, they've been working way more than 10 years. So taking some time off is not really going to jeopardize their eligibility for Social Security. Um, and honestly, if somebody taking off some time, you know, brings in a, a lower year of earnings, I don't think it's going to make a significant difference. The, the 35 years of earnings, is it's only one part of your Social Security calculation. Um, and honestly, that, that time away from work is probably going to be way more valuable than, than just the minor difference in your Social Security. Uh, I, so I don't think it's going to be that, that big of a factor. I mean, it, it could be a, a $10 a month difference or, or $20 a month difference. So yeah, if you put that in a calculator and, and put it out 30 years, it's significant dollars. But you know, you, you can eat out one less time per month and and probably have more of an impact than than 
messing up one year of your social security. So I, I don't think social security is a, is a huge deal. If someone's thinking about, you know, maybe staying out of work for, for longer than a year, maybe a couple of years, is there a time when you're like, okay, maybe, maybe rethink how long you want to stay out? Well, I, I just think it's whatever time you need. Okay. Um, some people are in a better p- position financially to take a little more time off, and, and I think that's great. What you don't want to do is put your family in a, in a financial bind or go backwards in your overall retirement planning by not doing anything. Um, but if you can afford it, take the time off. Uh, and if you can't, then it's probably going to be time to go get another job doing something that you're you're happier doing. So yeah, I mean, take whatever time you need, but you got to count the the financial cost of of not you know not contributing to a four hundred one k or or doing whatever it is that you need to do. So yeah, just take that time for you. Well, obviously, when you decide to step away from work, you're gonna be relying quite a bit on your 401k accounts. And there's a couple of takeaways here from that. And the first one, and there's a shocking stat here that 30% of people have at least 50,000 in their retirement accounts took out a 401k loan in 2020. And the big takeaway here is that the 401k is not a rainy day fund, right, Lee? Exactly. Um, but we, you know, it, it does happen. And I would say, you know, mo- most of my clients are a little more established than, than a lot of folks is, you know, as you know, being my clients, a majority of them are either retired or almost retired. I don't think I had anybody. I'm trying to think. I don't think I had anybody who who was still working take a loan from their 401k this past year in 2021. Now, it certainly happened before, but I don't think it happened this past year. But I've seen people take 401k loans in situations that I would never recommend. For instance, I would never take a loan from my 401k to remodel a kitchen or a bathroom. But that seems to be pretty common nowadays. And I think really, I think COVID has been great for the remodeling industry. Um, people have been cooped up in their houses more than ever. And and they're bothered by that outdated countertop. And so a new countertop needs leads to a, uh, a new backsplash, which leads mm-hmm. to new cabinets. Well, now the floor doesn't match. You know, it's kind of like the... The cabinet bone connected to the <laughs> the, the countertop bone, the countertop bone connected to the refrigerator, and yeah. you know if you're doing all that. All of a sudden, you wind up with a you know forty or fifty thousand dollar four hundred one k loan. It's going to take you three or four years to to pay back. And so, to me, that is absolutely not a reason to take a four hundred one k loan. Um, you know, short of a medical emergency, I, I don't know of a good reason to take a loan from your four hundred one k. If if you need something, save up for it. It's what your savings is for and a 401k or a 403b. That is not a savings account to be used for stuff while you're still still working. I used to know a guy who always said he was going to take money out of his savings anytime he would travel. And what I learned a bunch of years later is that when he was referring to his savings, he was talking about his 401k and not an actual savings account. So he took a 401k loan for vacation almost every single year. And that's that's just a bad plan. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes. And I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart. And you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. 
Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word DEFUSE to 478-475-2050. That's D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050. And we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. The other takeaway here is that your 401k, if you're leaving work, if you're leaving an employer, you know, the typical advice is, is not leaving your 401k with an old employer, but you should maybe be taking it with you as you move on. Why, what are some things you need to be considering here, Lee, as you, as you leave your old employer and what to do with that 401k? Yeah. You know, in my opinion, and, and I hadn't changed on this, when you leave your company, your money should leave with you. Uh, this article in Forbes that we, we've referenced, they estimate that a million 401ks are forgotten every year. So think about that. A million accounts just forgotten. And I believe it because I meet with people all the time that that tell me as we're doing an inventory of of their assets, they think they've got an old account, but they hadn't gotten a statement in years. And, you know, if you've moved and didn't do a change of address or mail's not forwarded, those things can be forgotten and, and these accounts can add up. So when you leave your job, I would rather you roll that money into an IRA uh, that that you manage and you take care of, or you know, if you've got an advisor, roll it into an IRA, let an advisor handle it, or you can actually roll that four hundred one k into a new four hundred one k at your at your your new job if you if you get a new job. And certainly there are pros and cons to each one of these options. So make sure you do your homework uh, if you're not working, you know, with with a professional advisor. All right. So a few things to think about with your 401k. Um, the last one here, and I think this kind of sums up the entire conversation in this article, plus like the bigger picture, but you know, this great resignation movement, it seems like it's perfect for people that have always dreamed about early retirement, but it's important that you think through any decisions that you make, because there are still a ton of challenges that you need to think through and make sure you have a plan for. Yeah. And, and a lot of times, I mean, it really comes down to income, um, and some people are like, well, if, I, if I'm going to go out early, but I'm not old enough to qualify for Social Security, wh- what do I do? Well, you know, for a lot of people, it's not that big of a deal, but you do need to be able to fill the income gap using the money that you saved. And this could be retirement savings or regular savings or whatever you've got. And again, if you don't have enough to fill that income gap for a couple of years, you may need to work a little bit longer uh, or you may need to you know, continue to work, put aside a little bit more in, in retirement. I would say probably one, one of the bigger concerns for people who are considering retiring earlier is healthcare. What, what to do if they can't, if they retire early enough to where they can't carry that health insurance into retirement. So sometimes there's a gap until they're eligible for, um, for Medicare. You know, certainly your options are you can go and buy a private policy if if you're not eligible for Medicare yet, or or you could also look at one of the the Christian sharing ministries like MediShare, and there are probably four or five other ones. Not Medish, not Medicare, but MediShare. My family's actually done this for probably the last seven, five or seven years, and it's worked out pretty well for us. It's not for everybody, but that's certainly work uh, worth looking into. Um, so don't think that just because you you're going to drop off your company's health insurance that you you have no options. You've got options. It could cost you a little bit more. Or in our case with MediShare, it was a good bit less. And I would say maybe, Ben, one other thing, taxes are something that, that people will overlook 
in you know in in retirement early on or is it kind of doing some of the the pre-planning for retirement and i'm not talking about the the overlook paying them it's just a little bit of a difference because while they're working those taxes are withheld from their paycheck and then once they're in retirement they're making distributions from their assets um, they've got to determine what kind of taxes they're going to owe on those distributions. It really is different for everybody because of the age and all those kind of things, but make sure that you've got a game plan on taxes. So really kind of a lot to to figure out when you're considering retiring early. And it might be a decision that works out for you and it might be something that you're able to do. But again, you want to sit down and, and work with an advisor to, to work through everything and make sure you have a plan in place. Last thing you want to do Lee, is, is step away from work early. Then a couple of years later, go, uh, maybe I need to go back and, and put a couple more years in. Yeah, you definitely don't want to do that. Don't don't wait to plan until after you've retired. Um, make sure you start your planning early. I, I always challenge people to to look at things at least a year before they're planning on retiring and start putting number start putting the, the plan together and make sure that you've got all your ducks in a row uh, and it's way more than just looking at your retirement uh, account that unfortunately that's what most people zoom in on is the amount of money that they've got saved and they think oh can I can, is this enough to retire on but there's way there's way more involved than than just what your your 401k balance is all right. If you want to discuss these things, talkwithlee.com is the easiest way to get on Lee's calendar, schedule a meeting with him there. And you can also visit myretirementclarity.com to listen to this podcast again or listen to any of the shows that we've put up there. Let, let somebody know this considering too about uh, maybe leaving work early or is you know, thinking about joining this great resignation movement. Point them to this episode as well. Share it with them and uh, let them listen through it and uh, see if any of their questions or concerns get answered as well. All right, let's get to a mailbag question before we close out this show, Lee. We have one that came in from Laura in Macon today. and She said, I'm 56 and I've been working at the same company for 32 years. I'm so tired of being here and I want to retire, but I'm still a few years away from being able to take money out of my retirement accounts. So am I just stuck here for a while? Laura, I've got great news for you. And a lot of people aren't aware of this, but if, you were, if you're working at a company and as long as you retire in the year that you turn 55 or later, and you've got a 401k, you can actually withdraw from that 401k without paying a 10% penalty at, at, that, at your age at 56. So um, a lot of people aren't aware of it. They think they have to wait till age 59 and a half to start taking from their, their 401k, and that's simply not the case. And you, you, can, you can Google that, and, and you will prove me right there and but but it's there's a lot of moving pieces to it and you got to make sure you're very careful on things so if you're not working with an advisor feel free to give me a shout and I'll help you walk through the the logistics of this but yes you are you are not stuck if that uh, is a good way for me to answer that question you you've got the freedom now if you're financially ready you could go ahead and and retire and start pulling from that that retirement account yeah, that's one thing I learned uh, from listening to you, you know, Lee, doing this podcast is that a lot of times people are in better shape too than they than they realize um, if they haven't actually sat down with an advisor and gone through things. So who knows, Laura, that could be your case as well. But even if it's not, you can work through a plan to get you to where you want to be uh, sooner than later. Nobody wants to be felt, nobody wants to feel stuck in their, in their job for sure. And uh, we do appreciate it. I know you're not alone in that question, Laura. All right, Lee, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of My Retirement Clarity. Uh, very good conversation on the Great Resignation. Again, I encourage anyone that's thinking about stepping away from work early or taking a break. Uh, before you do that, just make sure you have a plan in place. And you can always start with talkwithlee.com. 
and uh, schedule a time with Lee to sit down over at JL Perkins Wealth Management and start talking through some of the decisions and issues that need to be addressed before you do so. Lee, as always, uh, thanks for your time and uh, congratulations again on uh, your Bulldogs. Thanks, Ben. I appreciate it. Investment advisory services are offered by JL Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.